Hi, everybody. This is Jimmy DeYoung. Thank you for taking a moment to join us as we take a look at the book. We're going to be studying about the alignment of the nations. God brought the nations into existence about 4,500 years ago. It was soon after the flood when Nimrod, in defiance and disobedience to God, went to a place on the Euphrates River called Babylon, and he established his kingdom, a one-world government under a one-world power, his name King Nimrod. Well, you'll find out all about that, and then how God spread mankind across the world and established the nations. By the way, in the book of Genesis, we see the beginnings of how the nations would align themselves against the Jewish nation of Israel in the last days. That's what this series is all about. It's a five-hour audio series on CD entitled Alignment of the Nations. We're going to take a moment right now and listen to the third in the five-hour series entitled Ishmael to Islam. We'll come to a better understanding of how Abraham's first son would be the father, not of the Arab world, but of the Islamic world. This is a study that you need to have to understand the times in which we're living. Let's listen now to Ishmael to Islam, and we'll come back and tell you how you can get your own series from our website or by calling our toll-free number. But right now, Ishmael to Islam. Let me show you the nature of this young man who's going to come forth. Now Jesus Christ appears to Sarai, excuse me, to Hagar, and says, listen, you're going to have a son. His name is going to be Ishmael. And that means I have heard. And I'm going to give you this son. And he's, you're not going to be able to number the multitude of, of his descendants. Verse 12, look at the nature of this young man's going to come forth. And he shall be a wild man. His hand shall be against every man, and every man's hand shall be against him, and he shall dwell in the presence of all of his brethren. Four things I want to think about. He shall be a wild man. Looking that word up, wild, in the Hebrew, and it's translated, excuse, I'm not, I'm just telling you exactly what the commentaries are, the, uh, the, yeah, the commentary. He will be a wild ass among men, like a wild ass or wild donkey that's uncontrollable among mankind. This is Jesus Christ telling Hagar how Ishmael is going to be and all of his descendants. Look at here. And second thing, his hand will be against every man. And every man's hand will be against him. Continual conflict between not only the rest of the world, but within the confines of his tribal relationship which is going to how it's going to be look at the last part of that verse and he shall dwell now that word could be translated he shall tabernacle tabernacle a tabernacle is a tent and so he shall live in tents he shall live in tents in the presence of all of his brethren i'll show you why i say the tents when i use the term tabernacle in just a moment because the beginning of the prophecy is going to be fulfilled. But not only do we see the, the uh, narrative of the beginnings of Ishmael, the nature of Ishmael, let me show you the nation that God has promised to make him. Look at chapter 17 and verse 20. 
chapter 17, verse 20. And as for Ishmael, I have heard thee. Behold, I have blessed him and will make him fruitful and will multiply him exceedingly. Twelve princesses shall he beget, and I will make him a great nation. Now that phrase, great nation, the word for nation in Hebrew is goy, G-O-Y. The way a Jew refers to us who are not Jewish, remember I said you're either Jew, Gentile, or Christian. By the way, if you're not a Christian, you're not a Jew, everybody else falls into the category of Gentile. Buddhists, Hindus, all of those people are considered Gentiles. And the Jew calls them goyim. That's plural for the word goy. And it's talking about Gentiles, so it can be translated nations or peoples or multitudes are Gentiles. And so what he's saying here, not that only he will be, a, he will make great nations out of him, he will be a great people or a large number of people. That's what it said back in chapter 16, 16, verse 10. And the angel of the Lord said unto her, I will multiply thy seed exceedingly, that it shall not be numbered for multitude. It'll be a large group of people. Look at chapter 21, verse 13, just for a second. Chapter 21, verse 13. I want to show you the promise that Jesus continually comes to give to uh, Sarai. Look at verse 13, chapter 21. And also of the son of the bondwoman will I make a nation because he is thy seed. Look at verse 18 of that same chapter. Arise, lift up the lad, and hold him in thy hand, for I will make him a great nation. Again, I submit to you, it's talking about Ishmael is going to become a great number of people, of Gentile people. Okay? So Ishmael, we've seen his narrative, we've seen his nature, we've seen the nation that he's going to come into. Thank you for taking a moment to take a look at the book with us. This is the third in a study from a five-part audio series on CD entitled Alignment of the Nations. The other studies would include Mankind's Master Plan, Satan's Subtle Strategy, Alignment of the Nations, and Here Comes the Antichrist. This all available on this five-hour audio series on CD entitled Alignment of the Nations. If you'd like to have your own copy, call our toll-free number, 877-674-3298. They'll be able to tell you how you can make your order of Alignment of the Nations. Or you can go to our website, www.prophecytoday.com, and make your order that way. Thank you so very much for being a part of our study as we have taken a moment to take a look at the book. I'm Jimmy DeYoung. I want to remind you everything that we've talked about on this particular study of prophecy indicates that the rapture could happen at any moment. Jesus to shout, the archangel to shout, the trumpet God to sound, and those of us who know Christ caught up to be with him in the air forevermore. And having said that, there's nothing left for me to say except let's keep looking up until...